You are now listening to Sir Inks The Experience Podcast, where we talk about anything and everything kink. Now, this podcast is only catered to those that are 18 and above and may not be suitable for work, or as we like to say, NSF. But remember, you can always listen to us during your private time. Hello, kinky and kinkers folk out there. My name is Sir Inc. What up, everybody? Happy 2023. I'm wishing all your resolutions come true this year and you have peace, health, and prosperity in your life. Now, with that being said, let me let's get into this topic. Are we running Windows 95? Now, I'm going to compare running Windows 95 to how you're looking at relationships. And I feel as though, because now I'm 50 and I get to see the game differently from in decades, my 20s, my 30s, my 40s, and now I'm embarking on the 50s, but I'm in that middle area, right? And I'm looking back and I'm looking around me and I'm seeing guys and speak for guys no 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 just not guys and, and and ladies all kind of still in this dating pattern where the expectations of what they want what they want is a little unrealistic compared to the reality and even if they were to get it they're not even qualified to keep it and so the, the mindset is what I'm saying. It, people are still stuck kind of in this 28 to 35 area where that's what they think life and how relationships going to be. And a lot of dudes are stuck in 25. You know, a lot of dudes are stuck in, I got to say a lot of guys are stuck at 25 years old. How they see uh, relationships, how they look at women, how they operate with women. And I'm like, this is why women are bored. Like, these guys aren't bringing nothing new. You know, a lot of them just want to have sex. So they're willing to do anything for sex. You got helpless romantic dudes that may have a wife, but everything they deal with outside the house is some interconnected, you know, emotional kind of connection. And, you know, right or wrong, I I just can't operate like that uh i get if you get into that place but it's like who you are you know and so you got to know yourself if you know you're a lover then you have to understand what that means and know that if you're a lover right and you can love more than one person not saying it's not possible right but if you're loving more than one person everybody needs to know who's being loved on right because whether you say it or not it's going to show up Women are too intuitive for them not to feel how your energy shifts. So what I'm saying is you have 50-year-old men that are out here without the understanding of how women are, how women feel their way through situations. So they're basing their dating ideas on when they were 20. 5 to 32, 25 or 28 to 35. Like they're still in this, 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 this trap. And some of it is societal. 
and how society looks at relationships and how society tells you how to operate within and outside of that relationship as a man. And so we have to understand that once we get to the outside of the relationship, if that's not very clear, then uh, if that's not very clear, those things that are going on outside the relationship are present inside the relationship. Like, don't get that twisted. Like, women know what's going on. They can make themselves overlook some things because they understand they have to deal with a certain level of shit when it comes to men. And, and just what it is. Like, we're, we're like dogs. You know, we're not tactful. You know, we make noise. Like, you know, we... Bark, brag, or tell, we happy, had tongue out. Like, we, we're our, our body language, because we're outwardly expressive, our body language betrays us. But so we have to understand that. So, if you're in a relationship and you're going outside that, it's a hard conversation to have, but it must, it has to be something that's understood. No matter how you get that understood, it has to be understood because when, when things are exposed, because things will be exposed, because you can't control people. You need to have everybody on board. The person that's closest to you needs to definitely be on board. And that's a tough place to be in, to have to man up, to have to admit some shit. But uh, it is what we owe people that are in our lives. And as responsible men, we should always want to keep these people included, included in on the main picture and then that doesn't always fit into the, in today's society so when i hear a guy say well look you're single you could do things differently than we can blah, blah blah but i'm saying okay cool but you can say that but if you're in a relationship and you're out here with other women then you're in the single man's lane and and you're in a singles man's lane dating like with the mindset of you when you was 28 when you was 32, 33, 34, 35, you're still looking at like, okay, I got this going on here. That's cool. That's solid. But then I'm out here doing this when I can't hear it. And, da, da, da. and that's, and that seems cool. But are you really controlling that outside? Because I'm hearing a lot of dudes that's not really controlling the outside and also allowing the outside to have just power that they should not. Uh, especially if you're playing this inclined destine kind of, thing but that's all you know we as a society and i'm hoping that with all these nuances and relationships and genders and all this you know people being outwardly expressive now with who they are what they want i'm just hoping that we can get to a place where people can just be like yo this is what i want this is how relationships go um you have some guy some people that can be totally faithful and then you got some people that have wayward you know, outward behavior when it comes to that relationship and men and women. And that's okay. Just be kind of clear with that. You know, what goes on in Vegas stays in Vegas, that kind of thing. And so I'm always for men empowering themselves and people coming to agreements. And one of the things is, as a man, like you need to know who you are. So me as a man, who I am, and how I date um, in the world, and as I've always dated, I've never really liked 
dating bleeding hearts. I don't like the bleeding hearts that have romanticized love. And if the relationship doesn't go the way they've romanticized it, it's something wrong. But that's to negate uh, that's to negate and also to overlook that you're in a relationship with someone else. And by the way, if we're in a relationship, like ain't no way you giving me a script to read. I'm not about to be, uh, you know, a co-star in your fucking play. It don't work like that. Not with me. And so I, I tend not to, I, I don't gravitate toward those types of women. You know, I can't do the bleeding hearts that, you know, the romant, the heavy romanticists that think love is this because they always get their heart broke. And, and, and the sad part about it is no matter what, they always will look for something that jeopardizes that vision and they can create problems with that, too. So I, I'm good with the bleeding hearts. I mean, I'm not saying anything wrong with your bleeding heart person. Hey, that's great. I'm just saying as a man who I am, my personality, I know that doesn't work for me. Now, there's plenty of guys that works for, you know, they like the romanticism part and, you know, this, this love, this fantasy of love thing. And some people, some people can achieve it, but it's not realistic for a lot of people. And I think that we as human beings have outgrown some of these social norms that's been placed on us. And as every generation, newer generation comes in, they have their own ideas and everything is opening up more. And so I see life right now that people are willing to accept a lot more honesty. It hurts, but people are willing to accept more honesty. I just think that we have to get to a place where we know who we are, what we want, and be able to express that. Even if it comes with losing someone, you should be honest with that. You know, that authentic honesty is excruciating, yo. I mean, it takes a lot of intestinal fortitude to be that way with people. But the one thing people will have is respect for you. They will respect you. They will respect you. They will respect you. They will respect you. They may not like you after you said some stuff. They may not agree, but they can't ever say you lied to them. And for me, that means a lot. That means a lot for me. That means a lot for me. So I tend to like what they say, thicker skinned women. And so I'm not a guy that shies away from assertive women. I don't like, I don't like to say women are just so alpha because a lot of women aren't just alpha females. They're really assertive women that have no other title for what they are other than alpha but not they're assertive women because they're assertive but they're very still they're very much still feminine you just have to demand the feminine out of them and that's what they want they want to give up that that power they don't want to be assertive and aggressive all the time you know it's, it's, it's debilitating for women it dries them up so uh so i don't shy away from my like them because they really I've, in my experience, they're the ones that are willing to take a little bit more upfront conversation, a little bit more real, realistic view of where we are and eat that up, no matter good or bad. Uh, so I tend to lean on a little thicker skinned uh, women because I, that's who I am as a man. I'm just, I don't have these games. So we're going to, you know, we're going to cut to the chase. You know, I've heard some guys, 
have um, dating experiences and women are posing these questions to him. And I'm like, well, in little games, I'm like, why are you even playing that game, bro? Like, you can't, you can't win there, you know? Like, this one girl was like, we could play truth or dare, this kind of truth or dare game. And he was like, all right, but if I, if I do the, the truth, then you can't really, you know, say nothing after that and this, that, and the other. He, like, he's negotiating this game. And I'm like, yo, you can't even fucking play that game. And this is what I mean by running Windows 95. Like, some of us guys have to understand that women that are assertive, they're on the offensive. And there's a game being played, especially when you're dealing with younger women, that you got to understand what you're dealing with. And guys don't see the social cues. They don't see it at all because they're so enamored with this woman and her sex and all that, that they can't really see that they're really not in control. And a lot of dudes don't believe that they want to be in control. But there are the assertive women, a lot of assertive women, don't want to be in control when it comes to a man. Because what they understand is if they have to be in control, then they're taking care of the baby. And then who takes care of her? All in all, who takes care of her if she's taking care of the baby? which is the guy, you know, I have a friend. She has what we call a baby dom. He's a, uh, a swinger that has come over into the BDSM lane and he's met her and he's acting like he could be a dom and they do some age play and that stuff, you know, serves in the moment. But what I've always, what I've said is there's a lot of people that are in the BDSM that's only like, this is for shits and giggles for them. This is not like who they are. And they don't understand that there's a light that never goes off if you're a dominant man. And this dude just missed the marks. And a lot of the things she was saying, I'm like, yo, he, like really, and she's an assertive female, but she likes to be submissive to a man. But what I'm saying to her is like, listen, you're a leader, you're a manager at work, you're a leader. You know, you have people that you, you help in the community. Like you're a leader, so really, you're going to attract people that want to learn. And he's a guy that wants to learn, but he, it's like, it's, it's like the young prince, right? That becomes the king. He's a boy, you know, but then you put the heavy sword in his hand, tell him, all right, rule the kingdom. Like he don't know. So he needs advisors. So you're his advisor. But at the same time, you need him to be that ruler. You need him to be a more advanced, experienced ruler but he's not, and he's really not taking a mantle of it. And he's always admitting where he's wrong. And then he starts looking at uh, other things that make, you know, it's really what I was telling her is like some self-destructive shit. He starts doing things and saying things that, you know, diminishes things. And then all of a sudden he'll be like, oh, well, you know, forget it, you know, do your thing. You know, I wasn't really that good. And, you know, Guys, man, their eagles get hurt real easy, man. Instead of just being humble and just saying, look, you know, I want to be that Don for you, but I really need to learn more, you know, but really learn. You just can't say that and not do no homework. And so this guy is really saying things that sound good, acting in the moment sometimes, but he's not really doing any homework. So you got to do laps and he's not doing laps. And so what can we do? We have to know ourselves. We have to know if we're a bleeding heart type. We have to know if we're the uh, non-emotional type. We have to know if we're 
you know, the sadistic type. We have to know if we're, you know, where we lie in the game. And, you know, what I hear from a lot of older dudes is, you know, they, they got about 15 minutes in them and uh, they're about dumb. They're not really interested in sex. And so if you're that kind of person that's not really into sex or interested in sex for whatever reason, what about your partner? Like, how do they get pleasured? You know, when I hear a guy say 15 minutes, okay, cool, you have 15 minutes, but did you still give her an hour? Did you do, did you make sure she got off? But it just feels like that's all I got. And when I'm done, I'm done with the whole thing. And so, but you're not transparent with that when you meet somebody. You're not telling them like, eh, you know, it really sex. I, you know, once I get it off, it's off. You know, you're going to promote like you're that 28-year-old that could pump all night. And then you're going to get her in bed every 15 minutes. Now, if you could be up front with her, like, look, John, I, I, I'm, you know, I'm about this and that, you know, and I'll give you a good 15 minutes and that's what you got. But, you know, your bills will get paid or blah, 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 blah. I mean, there's got to be a an exchange here, right? You know, or I got 15 minutes, but, you know, I'll help you get off, you know, I'll eat it or play with it or whatever you need to help you get off. Let's do it. You want to put some porn on, whatever the case may be. Like, there has to be some long-term vision with how we're how we're interacting with people and how that affects people long-term. How, if you're going to have multiple lovers, how to have more, how to satisfy them all. You know, having a situation where if you're a baby dom and you're becoming into your, in your game, you have to know that when you meet your submissive, whether it be every day, once a month, twice a year, whatever the case may be, you must show up as that guy. You can't never like take a day off. You don't have to actually get into anything kinky, but your dominance of the relationship has to be there. That submission has to be there. But what do you guys think? I would like to hear your comments. There will be a part two of this because I have more to go in on this situation with my friend and I have a, I have more to go in on this Windows 95 mentality and how we need to really upgrade our thought processes when it comes to relationships, relationships with lovers. Like we really need this conversation. You know how to find me, sir. I on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. You can always email me at sirinq09 at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Until next time, peace.